Warning, the following podcast contains adult language and childish comedy. Listener discretion is advised. And now, please adjust your headphone volume to an unreasonable level and enjoy the most dynamic and electrifyingly entertaining podcast ever to conquer cyberspace. Hello, friends, and welcome to the most powerful podcast ever created, the amazing pop culture podcast starring Dags and Rez. Today, as always, another powerful episode. Get ready. Somewhere deep in cyberspace is assistant manager DJ Michael Rez. Hello, Dags. Hello, amazing friends. I am at the Queen's 70th Jubilee, so I'm hanging out with the beautiful people. Pip, pip, cheerio. <laughs> Beautiful people. Uh, They're beautiful people. Yeah, it's uh, not as many fans of the Queen as I thought. You'd think Freddie Mercury people would be around more. Freddie Mercury cosplay is not as high as I thought it would be. Too soon. Oh, is it? Okay, sorry. Hello, friends. Welcome. Welcome back to the most powerful podcast ever created. Another, dare I say, powerful show. How dare you? We are going to be celebrating in America. We're going to be celebrating Tom Cruise and beef. Like your DJ Rez, we're going to talk about Top Gun Maverick, powerful new film that we enjoyed. Also, I got a quick review. Ooh, are you ready? Excited. I am ready. I enjoyed Arby's new Deluxe Wagyu Steakhouse Burger. Oh my God. Now, what have you what do you know about this? What have you heard, Mike or DJ Rez? Uh that when Arby says they've got the meats, they're not kidding anymore. Yes. I mean, they're they're making a burger for is this the first time they've made a burger? Yes. Over sixty years. Oh my God. God are they powerful. reaching? What's that? I said, are they reaching? What do you mean? Like, are they, are they like, oh my God, we can't just sell roast beefs anymore. We got to sell hamburger, ground hamburger now too. Well, they do have fish. They do have That's chicken. That's true. That they is true. They do have beef. Do you think maybe yes. after this, they'll go into weird games, you know, like powerful wild game from South Africa? What do you think? Uh, I think this is where we're headed. Yeah. I mean, hopefully they go to like bison next because that would be nice. Yes. Uh, but then, you know, let's get into some duck liver. Yes. Um, let's, uh, you know, let's do some endangered species. Oh, uh, pate or something. Let's do something like yes. that. Peppermint pate. They could have it like for oh, there St. You Patrick's go. day. Yeah. So I, <laughs> diet green. Yes. <laughs> so I enjoyed the deluxe Wagyu steakhouse burger. It's 52% American Wagyu, not Japanese and 48% ground beef. Now, it comes in a six-ounce patty. Now, the first thing I noticed about it was very round-shaped. It was very uh, spherical. It wasn't a Ooh. patty. You know when you think of a patty, you think of the pressed-down patty? Right. This was like more of a ball of flesh. Really? A ball of voodoo, yes. And I got it. There's two kinds. There's the bacon ranch, and then there's the regular one that has a powerful special steak sauce, which is kind of like Big Mac's. <laughs> sauce <laughs> it's powerful it's a burger sauce you need a burger sauce on your burger so it comes well, with you Amer- have to yes it comes with american cheese shredded lettuce tomatoes pickles red onion and that powerful special sauce now right away i took a bite the first thing i noticed it was a lot of meat 
<laughs> yes, for fast food burgers, like I said, you're used to that pressed down patty. Right. This was this was like a steakhouse burger. Interesting. I, yeah. And it was very delicious. And the first thing I noticed when you eat burgers anywhere out in, make them yourself, you get that kind of gut bomb thing right away, that grease. Yep. And this one was uh, gut bomb free. Very good. Really? Yes. That's, that's good to hear because when I go enjoy this, I don't want to feel like full or that I have to run somewhere right afterwards or anything. No. What is your favorite fast food burger? Um, I like a Whopper. You enjoy the Whoppers Whopper. Whoppers are good. Yeah, you, I always get it with no onion, though, because speak of gut bombs, if I'm not careful with onions, I could be gut bombing myself with those. Have so, you enjoyed Hardee's burgers before? I have. It's been a while since I've enjoyed a Hardee's slash Carl's Jr. Yes. burger. There's one. There's still one on Hamlin, huh? Off of 94 in the old great state of Minnesota, the city St. Paul. Yes, the there? slowest Hardee's drive through in the history of Hardee's drive throughs Yes, why, are, why is there. it so slow? I I don't know. I think they to get hired there, they're like, how fast can you move? And if you're like, not very, <laughs> they're like, sweet, we're putting you in the drive through Yes. So, but I love their Monster Burger when that was out. That, yeah. that was pretty good. My go-to burger was a mushroom and Swiss. Ooh, yeah, that's, that's good, too. It not was. a big mushroom guy, but yes. I know it's popular amongst a lot of people. Yes. Yes. So back to Arby's powerful deluxe Wagyu steakhouse burger. That's a mouthful, isn't it? It is a mouthful. And so is the burger. It was very delicious. Dare I say the best fast food burger ever. How dare you? Ooh. Yeah. Well, I was going to dare you, but you already said it. So I can't. But here's the thing, though. I did not try the bacon ranch. Was was it too filling? Was the first one too filling to try two of them in the same? No, I, you know me. I'm powerful. I could eat enormous quantities of food, so I should have. Well, here here's the reason I got the regular, just with the powerful uh, Big Mac sauce, is because <laughs> I wanted to taste more of the burger. Because if you go ranch and bacon, ranch is a powerful yeah. flavor right away. It's gonna, it's gonna either mask it or make it taste better. But I wanted to actually taste the beef. Like or DJ Rez. I bet you did. And I did. Now, is there anything more Midwestern cliche than putting ranch on something? It's Yes, ranch. Oh, let me ask you this. Uh, chicken wings, blue cheese, or ranch? What's your go-to? Ranch. It is ranch. Yep. Oh, I forgot to tell you, it's also on a buttered brioche bun. Oh, see, that's, that's where you get right there. The brioche is the best bun ever. That's powerful alliteration. Buttered brioche bun. Triple B. Triple B. Yes. So what should I rate this out of? Five what? Um, well, whew, that's a good question. How about we go five Wagyu steers? Steers. Yep. Are they steers? I don't know. Maybe. Cows. Cows, steers. Bovines. Bulls, bovines. How about five bovines? Yes. Do they do the aliens still uh, mutilate cows? Do they still do that? Back in the seventies, uh, they used to mutilate cattle a lot. Yep, I think they do. I think they still do. Yeah, they're cows. They're Wagyu cows. Okay, I'm uh, giving it five out of five mutilated cows. Oh my god! Powerful, but that was just the that one. Is powerful. And I was powerful hungry. I'm gonna have to try both of them and see which one yes. I like best. Yes. Perhaps a video. Here I say. Perhaps. 
Oh, dare! I, said, I, dare I, I dared a lot today. I, I, I dared. How dare you? Yeah, we're up in the first ten minutes of the podcast, and you're daring. Yes. Do they still do that in high school and kids and dare the dare program? No, I don't think the dare program exists anymore. Oh, they do. They still just say no. Um. Well, nobody says no anymore. Okay. I think uh, drugs. Drugs won the war on drugs. Yes. So. All right, guys, go out and try powerful new Arby's burger. And let me know what you think. And let us know, Micro DJ Rez, the most powerful assistant manager ever created. Hit us up on Twitter at Amazing Pop Pod and let us know. I'm Micro DJ Rez. Let's get into it. We're going to get into the most powerful aviation film ever created Top Gun, the original. Did you see the original in the movie theater? I'm trying to remember if I did or not. 1986. I, I, How old were you? I think I did. Uh, I was nine. You had cool parents. In 1986. Yeah. Yeah, I believe I did see that in the theater. I don't think that was a VHS screening for myself. Yes, 1986 American film, of course, directed by the late, great Tony Scott and produced by the powerful duo Don Simpson and Jerry Bruckheimer. Micro DJRS, tell us a little bit about the new movie, Top Gun Maverick. Oh, God, Top Gun Maverick. So it was directed by Joseph Kaczynski and written by a trio. Uh, it was uh, Erin Kruger, Eric Warren Singer, and Christopher McQuarrie. Uh, it picks up 30 years after the first Top Gun, uh, which also starred Tom Cruise. Uh, he picks up his role as Captain Pete Maverick Mitchell. And uh, we have uh, a lot of nostalgia in this movie there's um the beginning with danger zone so right away they get you with the nostalgia of the first movie is there any spoiler alerts should we put that out there we might as well you never know yeah we'll try not to but we're not very bright yeah yeah we're not gonna we're not gonna um promise anything it was uh announced back in 2010 that they were working on the development of a top gun single or sequel excuse me uh, by Paramount Pictures, um, and Tom Cruise and Val Kilmer were approached to return for their roles from the original, uh, as was Jerry Bruckheimer and Tony Scott. By mid-2012, a draft of the screenplay was finished. However, Scott died, um, and the film's pre-production was put on hold. Uh, the film was dedicated to Scott's memory, though. Uh, in June 2017, uh, Kaczynski was hired to write a new draft of the script. And it was uh, starting uh, shooting in May of 2018. Um, And in April of 2019 in California, it was uh, shot in California, D.C., and Maryland. Um, And they used that IMAX certified 6K full frame cameras, which I think looked pretty sweet. Uh, The cinematography, as they say, in, uh, in the movie theater that I saw it in, it was pretty awesome. It was bigger than life. The sound was great. I listened to it. Go watch it in a Dolby a sound system theater, which I believe all AMC movie theaters are now, where they have just the, the submersive sound that's all around you. Yes. Um, and if you can sit in the, the recliner theater, the recliners were shaken as uh, the action was picking up. And if, yes. if in the movie where most of the action happens in an F-18, that's pretty aw- fucking awesome. So, uh, it was, it was pretty sweet. You felt like you were in the, 
in the cockpit, as they say. But it was released in April, so it was supposed to be released like two years ago, Dags. But the the COVID pandemic had pushed it off, so this movie has been sitting in the can, as as they want to say as well. And it finally was released, and we get to to watch it and enjoy it. But like I said, it it picks up three years after the first movie. Uh, Captain Pete Mitchell or Maverick uh, is I call serving. Him Mav. You call him Mav. You, you guys are tight. Oh yeah, nice. So he he has decided to turn down promotions over the last thirty years so he can keep flying. Uh, and now he's a a Navy test pilot who is in the hypersonic scramjet program, um, and he is trying to reach hypersonic high hypersonic speeds to keep his dark star program going but admiral chester hammer kane is a trying to shut him down so they can direct money to his drone project um and uh that's played by etta harris yes who by the way looks super old in this movie yeah, we'll get so, into the we'll get into ages. So he wants to to ground Maverick because he he decided to take off to do one one last test in the scramjet program, and then when he lands, he finds out that he is not going to be disciplined because Iceman, who is in charge of the Pacific Fleet, the U.S. Pacific Fleet, has asked him to come and be a, an instructor again at Top Gun uh, to train. I think there was 12 F-18 Super Hornet pilots uh, to bomb, to go on a bombing mission to destroy an unauthorized uranium plant or site. Um, And so he's got to train these pilots to fly faster than they ever have before, lower than they ever have before, and take on a mission that nobody is expecting them to survive. Um, And it's just a big tale. It's it has a lot to do with the has time passed him by. Can he do it? Are these pilots ready? Um, and then of course the, the, I think they, they wanted it to be the backstory, but it, it's really the main story of the whole movie. Um, Goose's kid rooster is one of the pilots and it's about his relationship with Maverick uh, and what happened after he grew up um, and they get into the promises that Maverick made to, to his mom about him flying and, and their relationship and, and the turmoil that, that can ensue. And he's got to make them a team as well. These pilots, they kind of, some of them like each other, some of them hate each other. That whole ego dynamic from the first movie rears its head again in this one. So let's get into it. What are your thoughts? I think they did a really good job. I really like this movie. They relied on this. They didn't rely on nostalgia, but it's in there, and they didn't rely on it heavily, which is what I liked because you got enough of it without it going overboard. Like the Star Wars movies, they went way overboard, and they pretty much just rewrote scripts from the first three movies. Oh, I had a I had a nightmare last night. Disney (laughs) Disney made Top Gun Maverick. Oh God, can you imagine? Yeah, that would have been horrible. But yeah, no, I think it was a it was an excellent job. It was a good original story. It was a good standalone story. If you've never seen the first Top Gun, they do a good job of going back to fill in the blanks on why what's going on in this sequel means what it means from the last movie. So I think uh, if you haven't seen the original Top Gun, you can go see this. You probably won't. You, you'll be a little lost, but not as lost as you probably would have if you 
you know, just because you didn't see it doesn't mean you shouldn't see this one. Uh, the action is great. The time of the movie, uh, don't let that scare you. It's only two, just over two hours, but it goes by really quick because it's always, it's just a lot of, a lot of action. If you're a speed junkie, you're really going to love this. Movie. Yes. If you have a need for speed. That's right. So, um, but yeah, no, I enjoyed every second of this movie. It was, awesome. it was what I needed. Good. So how about you? It was made for the big screen. It was made for and the big I always, screen. And I always talk about it. You got to see movies on the big screen, especially blockbusters. Because there's no way, if you saw this, because you've seen clips, right, before, trailers. Yep. And it's nothing like it is watching it in the movie theater, experiencing it. Like you say, in the shaking, the, the visuals, the 6K. That's it, not going to come be represented on your TV, no matter how sweet it is. And what's cool is it's a true summer blockbuster. I mean, talk about the 80s when, when they had, you know, movie after movie blockbusters. This is a true action blockbuster movie. And it's Tom Cruise. I mean, Tom Cruise, he's the greatest, isn't he? He's pretty good. Uh, I mean, he's got Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to take a shot at how he runs. <laughs> yes, but he has to do the run. He has to do the run, he and he do does the run, run in this. Yes. So. But I mean, come on, let's get real. He's the greatest movie star. I mean, going from 1981, and he just immerses himself in the movie. And you saw the the beginning, right, where he thanks the audience. Yep, I did see that. That was cool, wasn't it? That was unique. You don't usually see that at all. But I've I never, guess I never like saw they, it. Yeah, that you had to say something because it took so long for this movie to come out. Yeah, but they've been talking about it for how long? But tons of I movies mean, are like that. I mean, for him to personally make that, I thought that was cool. Because usually yeah. when you see the actor, you think they're asking for Will Rogers for donations. Have you ever right. been in a movie theater when they do that? <laughs> no, yeah, I haven't. Yeah, really. So they used to do they used to do a promo for the Will Rogers Institute, and then they would come. Oh yeah, and then they I would know, come yeah. out, and you'd have to give them money. <laughs> That's right. I'm like, dude, I already gave you eighty dollars for this popcorn right. with the oil on it. Can you imagine if he came out and was like, hey, thanks, you know, if you yes. could dig into your pocket and give to Scientology, yes. that would be awesome. <laughs> we would. We all would. No, oh, it's, it's the ultimate movie. It's the ultimate blockbuster. What, what, I, like, what I liked about it is it's, it's, we're all waiting for it. I mean, after the pandemic and everything, we're all waiting to go out to the movies and see a real movie. Not a comic book movie, but a powerful action with real practical effects <laughs> now, I, I i like uh i like how he's he's flying in the movie you know he's in that uh powerful hypersonic plane <laughs> it gets up to uh spoiler alert mach 10 it should have been mach 11 that would have been funny but he gets up to mach 10 <laughs> and the thing goes full space shuttle disintegrates <laughs> but of course he's alive Oh yeah, yeah. Because each time Cruz, he's going to be alive. The diner, the the, the diner scene was funny. Yeah, <laughs> uh, when I saw the uh, that jet crumble into millions of pieces, yes, I thought, oh, sh- well, here we're gonna, it's gonna, say, we're the next scene's gonna say like five years earlier. Yeah, that's a, that, exactly. That's what I thought. Because <laughs> it's like, there's no way like, he's oh. surviving that. <laughs> eject! He's eject! Dead. Yeah. <laughs> oh god <laughs> now what did you think of the top gun pilots man they it, this just goes to show you how old i am because they're probably the same age as 
Anthony Edwards and all those guys were when they made the movie. And I just kept thinking, man, these guys are young. These guys are, but they're probably the real age of Navy pilots going up, learning these uh, things. I hangman who is playing the antagonist, AKA Iceman's character from the first one. I, that actor, I did not like him. I don't think he's a good actor at all. You know who should have, uh, should have been. Who is that? Ryan Reynolds. It, it should have been Ryan Can you Reynolds. Imagine Ryan Reynolds as Hangman. <laughs> hey, hey, Rooster, what are you doing? I don't like you, Maverick. You're dangerous. <laughs> is it because he, he, he kills your old man? Is that why? <laughs> God. Yeah, way too generic. I like the other ones. I like the old yeah. class, the original Saved by the Bell class. Oh yeah, yeah. That was a uh, was a lot better. Now let's talk soundtrack. I'm glad they brought back, you know, Danger Zone. But I wish they oh, would. Yeah. I wish they would have played playing with the boys. I don't care if there was girls there. <laughs> you got to do that. Yeah, they definitely brought back that scene in a different way that they could have played. They, I was fully expecting that song to start playing, but they, of course they didn't. Yeah, so, they should have. Powerful yeah. song. Yeah. So, uh, but you do get a volleyball like scene. Yes. So if you love, if you like the volleyball scene from the first one, you'll get a scene like that. This one as well. I did like the, um, the Harold Fultemeyer. That just brings chills, doesn't it? Uh, yeah. Well, especially in, in this context of the, of the movie, they, they use it in the right, in the right spots. So, yes. Uh, and it, and it does really good. Like I said, they, they lean on the, or the nostalgia just enough to get you, get you the goosebumps. Did you smile at all watching this movie? Oh yeah. I think right away when the first scene, you know, they're showing the the aircraft carriers, you know, the jets taking off on the aircraft carriers. You're like, Oh, here we go. Yes. So gives you all the feels again. So So the, so the plot was basically star Wars, wasn't it? The mission was blowing up the Death Star. Yeah. Yeah. The (laughs) trench run. Yeah. (laughs) And there was even a part when she goes, stay on target. Right. (laughs) <laughs> they, had a, they, they had to put it right in the ventilation pipe. Right, yeah. And then they, they had the, sh- the cheesy graphics of what it would look like. Yeah, the only thing it was missing is uh, uh, Force Ghost Goose. Yes, that's, all they they, that's what I would have done, yes. Yeah, because when he's, you know, when he's like, screw it, I'll, I'll do it without the, the laser. Yes, you know, use the force. trying look, to yes. target with him, it would be great if you heard yes. Anthony Edwards going, let go, Rooster. Yes, it was Star Wars. <laughs> and even, yeah. you know, they had the the rogue estate. Oh, I wonder who it was, Iran. But it, I mean, just come out and say yeah. it's Iran. It's, oh, we have a rogue state building a nuclear reactor. Yeah. I I did read one one uh, little review on that where they said they didn't want to piss off oh, they any country. they never do. Yeah, well, they because they didn't want to piss off a country that it might be released in. Yeah, so they didn't want to name but, it. But they did put the patches back because they were worried yeah. about China. They, you know, they took out the Japan and the Taiwanese patches and they put them back. So that sure. was cool. Yep. Yeah, and also the Star Wars was uh, the bad guys. You know, they were all in black. Yeah, <laughs> just like the trench run. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty. God, it was so funny. You know, what do you, okay, let's get into, you said that uh, people were aging in the movie. Yes. So what do you, what do you th- how do you think Tom Cruise looked? Uh, well, he's Tom Cruise. He still look. he doesn't look like he aged that much. Uh, they do show like the, the Great Balls of Fire archived footage. Um, you can see how much he has changed, but 
he still looks pretty good for his age. No, he looks great. But the one thing I noticed I couldn't uh, stop fixating on was his nose. Because he must really? have had a lot of nose that. surgeries. Yeah, because back then he had a really big nose. Okay. And so, uh, and he looked like Mark Wahlberg, I thought. <laughs> it's very Marky Mark. Ooh. Can you feel that, baby? Yes. And then let's talk about Val Kilmer. Yeah, What did you Val. think is his role? I wish he could have been in more, obviously, with his health conditions. Yes. He probably couldn't. Um, I'm glad he, he said a few lines. Yes. I was really hoping we weren't going to just be stuck reading his that, lines. That was AI. Did you know that? Uh, yes. Yes, I did know that. That was pretty cool, wasn't it? Yeah. So I, uh, it, that was, that was really, that was tough to see. I knew it was going to be a little hard because I knew his, I mean, even since they filmed that, his, it's advanced quite a bit more. So, but, um, I thought it was a, a pretty good scene. You know what I thought? What's that? Johnny Ringo. Oh. <laughs> Doc Holliday. Yeah. Longer. Yeah. So <laughs> so here's the deal. You know, Doc Holliday was sick in Tombstone, just like that. Yep. Yeah. Same dude. Often. Yes. Yep. So what he should have done is he should have said should have said he needed wings, you know, ceremonially <laughs> give him wings, and he would actually take off in the fighter jet and blow up the Death Star. Oh, there you go. Yeah, and then he'd say, I wasn't quite as sick as I was. <laughs> yes. Or, he's you know, Doc Ma- Maverick, Maverick could have taken everybody out. And then when they'd say, where's Maverick? And then you could have Val Kilmer say, down by the creek. Yes. Walking on water. <laughs> yes, it's a reckoning. <laughs> yeah, that's You're all I could think Easy if you do. And they should have had more jokes. They should have had more comedy. I think um, Tom Cruise is more whimsical in the first one. They should have yeah, had. Yeah, I, I think you're right. They should have had permission to buzz the tower. Yeah, someone should have, someone should have spilled coffee. He did do a little buzz there, but they should have went a little more with it. Right, or invert it and flick yes. them off. Yeah, they had some of the, They did have the inversion. Yeah. So yeah. let's get into <laughs> Jennifer Conley. What did you think of her? I'm I'm good with her character. Um, she looks, I mean, speaking of looking good for your age, she looks pretty good too. I think she, well, I don't know how much younger she is than Tom Cruise, but. She's 51 um, and he's about 59. Okay, so not much. That's not a big difference. I liked her in this movie. I just think that it's cute that there's a whole younger generation who think that this is Jennifer Conley's first movie and she's going to make it big as an actress someday. Um, so, but yeah, she, she did great. I liked her character. There had to have been a love interest, obviously. So um, they explained in mediocre terms how she was in there, but I didn't mind her character at all. The single mom who owns a bar on a Navy base. So I didn't appreciate how they did Tom Cruise when they threw him out like that. Oh. <laughs> well, you know, when you can't afford to pay the bill, they got to throw you overboard. No, it, there should have been payback. <laughs> but I, I think there was the chemistry was better than Kelly McGillis. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, those so two. It, that was weird. It, it didn't seem forced. But but it, but it did have the powerful "Take My Breath Away." Wish they would have brought that back. Yeah, they should have just used the old soundtrack and just put it in. Did you know that the motels? I don't know if you're familiar with the motels. They did a version of it. They were going to use no, and I also did not. and also Starship was going to do a danger zone. Did you know that? What? Yes. 
Wow, that would have been a different song. <laughs> we built this aircraft carrier. We built this aircraft carrier. Danger zone. No, I think oh, I think my. I think everything works out for the best. Yeah, well, you know, you have to give it to Kenny Loggins. He was the king of 1980s movie soundtrack themes. Oh, definitely. So, and he's got what two songs on the Top Gun, the original Top Gun soundtrack? Playing and then with he's, the boys and yep. Danger Zone. And he's got Footloose for Footloose, and he's got the I'm All Right song by Caddyshack. Yes. I mean, my God, is there anything he can't do? That's no. what I wanted. Unstoppable. He's like Tom Cruise. He is like Tom Cruise, Tom, minus the running. Tom Cruise is the ultimate movie star, and I'm, I'm excited for Mission Impossible. Yeah, I saw that preview. Can we talk about the previews? I know we we've can talk done about this. the previews. Yeah, I know I've done this before, but my God, can we not have 25 minutes of previews before the movie? Yes. For God's sake. I literally, I, with the person that I enjoyed the film with, I said that. <laughs> I said, I've never seen this many previews. Oh, my God. It's like, be, it's like the new thing. It's like, okay, we're going to show you 17 previews because they're only like two minutes long, two and a half minutes long, but they have to show so many. It's really getting on my nerves. How early do you get there? Um, for this particular one, I showed up like five minutes before it was scheduled to start. So you um, didn't see the Menunos or what's, what's her name? Mary Marunos or what's uh, her name? The one you love? God, what is, oh, yeah. Uh, Maria <laughs> Menunos. She, uh, I only saw like two minutes of her. So. Yes. Yeah, and then, then that was it. I try not to show up too early just because I, I know we're going to have seven hours of previews before the movie now. So. It's like you could, you can show up. Like if the start time is five ten, you can show up at five twenty five, and you'll still catch three more previews. So, yeah, they always talk about the start time, and it's like, now nah, don't worry about it. Yeah, you're fine. Trust me. <laughs> Where did you sit? I tried to sit in the middle, but I couldn't because everybody else wanted to sit in the middle. So I put two seats between me and and the middle seats. So I was I was off to the right a little bit. And the movie theater wasn't packed, uh, which kind of, I think it would be really fun if you saw this on opening night in a packed theater. Oh, yeah. Uh, but uh, it, was, it was good, though. It was a nice crowd. The crowd was into it, so it was pretty fun. Oh, like, I think back to the original. You're so right. When you go to the movie theater and it's packed and it's opening night and there's just that excitement in the air. Right. That's, that's incredible. Like. I was lucky enough to see all those 80 movie, 80s movies in the movie theater and, and just the whole thing, the lead up to it. And, and like I said, the Pee Wee Herman, big adventure, they handed out bow ties and they used to, you know, they'd hand out posters and it was just awesome. But the other thing is back then, you don't see that phenomenon now is, is movies being so, sell, selling out, sold out. So right. they, they'd come out with the bullhorn, the 7.30 showing of Close Encounters. <laughs> It's sold out and everyone started crying. Yeah. I remember going to the theater and you know it was going to be a busy night. You know, the line's big. And there's only like one or two really good movies. And, you know, everybody's there to see them. And you're like, come on, come on. You know, you're you're getting closer to the front of the line. And you're watching that board to make sure it's sold out. Doesn't get, show up any. You know, and you're like, come on, come on, come on, come on. You know, got to get in there. And then you, just before you get up there and you see sold out. And, you, oh, and you're like, all right. What do you want to see next? Do you want to see Grease 2 instead? Now? Grease 2. Oh, <laughs> my like, God. Fuck. 
<laughs> like, that sucked. So what did you get at the movie theater? What treats, beverages? This time around, I only got water and I got uh, Skittles. Now, normally I would get the... What the hell? Water like the, and Skittles? That is the weirdest order I've ever heard. I don't Normally I would get the, like a lemonade and a popcorn with chocolate M&Ms, you know, and then you dump the M&Ms in the popcorn. You put gobs and gobs of fake butter on it. Um, but I, I, I knew I was going to be eating dinner afterwards. I didn't want to fill myself up too much. So I went, uh, I don't know, I can't really say it's a safe route because you're shoving a bunch of sugar in your mouth still. So, but that's what I did. So what, what did are, you get? I enjoyed icy. I love icy. And then popcorn. Nice. Yes. I do the, I love blue raspberry, as you know. And then I did the cherry blue raspberry. Sweet. Yes. Powerful. And then popcorn with the, the oil dispenser. <laughs> <laughs> But it's yellow. Yeah. It's yellow oil. It's it's topping. It's not butter. <laughs> Popcorn topping. So what are we giving it score out of five? What are we giving it? What are, what are, uh, are we saying five dark stars? F- F-18s? No. Or do you want to do fifth generation? <laughs> how many generation <laughs> oh, fighters? <laughs> I, I love how they, they brought back the F-14, though. That was cool, too. Yeah. <laughs> yes. What we could do that at five F-14s. Yes, Tomcats. Out yeah, of five Tomcats. Oh, this is getting five Tomcats. Yeah, we got to give it a five. Yep. Five, so five. It, there's no way. I mean, if you see this, you're going to be blown away. Like I said, see it in the theater. Oh, my see God. It yeah, don't even. Dolby. You, yeah. Just do it. Yeah. Put down the extra five bucks, whatever it costs to do the extra. Yeah. Whatever you have to do, just, I just wanna, do it. Yeah, I it's out on IMAX, 4DX, ScreenX, and Dolby Cinema. So did you see yeah. it in Dolby Cinema? I saw it in Dolby, yeah. yeah. I probably should go on IMAX, too. That'd be insane. And yeah. then, um, I guess if you can find the recliners at AMC, they're going to shake and rumble with whatever's going on on the screen, and that's the best. All of America has that new 270-degree movie theater. So that, oh. might, that might be something to see Pretty much Can wrap, you imagine? wrap around screen, yeah. That'd be pretty <laughs> yeah. awesome. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, we forgot about uh, Ham, Mr. Ham. What'd you, how'd you think he did? Uh, I think he did fine. He plays kind of that asshole. Do you think he's like that in real life? Because he does it really well. No, actually, I heard he's a pretty, pretty cool dude <laughs> in real life. Yeah. So he's not like that at all. But he's like, um, he was interviewed on a local radio station not too long ago. And he was talking, and they were talking to him about Top Gun Maverick. And he said, you know, he was just a kid when the first one came out. And he's like, can you, now I'm part of Top that's, Gun. Yeah, that's got to be you know? incredible. Really <laughs> he's does. like, that is so cool. I mean, yes. to think like when the first one came out, he was just a kid going, wow, this would be fun to kind of act. And now he's one of the main roles in this, in this one. You know, he's like, he has to pinch himself to even believe that he's even in it. So, yeah, going back to the, other Top Gun graduates. I did like Bob. He was pretty funny. Bob was. Bob was. I just cool. like his call sign is Bob. I like it. What's it, Bob? <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Yeah, I think Fanboy was a dumb name. Yes. Uh, that wasn't. I wasn't a fan of Fanboy. You weren't a fan so. of Fanboy. No, I think uh, Phoenix as a character was good, but she needed a cooler call sign than Phoenix. Yeah, so. I don't know if it was. 
you know, fanboy, being a fanboy, Phoenix, I don't know if that was X-Men. I didn't really nerd out and look into it. Right. But it was yeah. but it was a fun movie. You gotta see it. You gotta see it in the movie theater. Yeah, you're right. You do. So guys, I hope you enjoyed this powerful episode where we talked about the most powerful actor ever created, Tom Cruise. Make sure you follow us on social media. We talked about that earlier. Twitter at Amazing Pop Pod. I am on there twenty four seven tweeting out powerful tweets. Also yeah, follow- do you work? What's that? I said, do you work? Because you're always on Twitter. Yes, I work, and I oh, okay. I don't have my phone out at work. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Instagram, follow us on Instagram. Like our Facebook page. And we do have a YouTube channel. Our latest YouTube video is me and Mike or DJ Rez reviewing Hard Mountain Dew. It's blowing up it's very all hard. over the world. Yes, powerful. And wherever you enjoy podcasts, please do us a favor. Leave a review. Five-star rating. That's the highest you can do. If you do that, you will unlock the secrets to Mike or DJ Rez's beard. Oh. Yes. We just ask you one more thing. Please tell a friend about our podcast. And until next time, you've just enjoyed the Amazing Pop Culture Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Amazing Pop Culture Podcast. The Amazing Pop Culture Podcast is available everywhere fine podcasts are found. Please leave a rating and review where you listen to podcasts. Like and follow the Amazing Pop Culture Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And shop our Amazing Pop Culture merch. This has been an Amazing Pop Culture Podcast production.